as Darcy said, we are starting a brand new series called Refresh or Refresh, wherever you want to place the emphasis. But I think that's something that we all need at a time like this. I don't know about you, but this COVID thing is crazy. I've said that about 10 times in 10 different services, thinking we'd kind of come to an end. Um, but I think we all need a refresh because this COVID thing has been weird. Firstly, it was just COVID-19. Then it was Delta. Then it was Omicron. Darcy and I have both had uh, COVID-19 now. If you didn't know, Darcy caught it in the States. Then we came home to MIQ and then I tested positive in MIQ. And because we both caught it in America or on a flight from America, our assumption is that we had the Omicron variant, although they haven't told us, but that's what we assume. And so I've gone ahead and I've claimed for ourselves the title, Omi Homies. We are Omi Homies. And if you're feeling like you're missing out, don't stress. One day we'll all be Omi Homies together. <laughs> Your time will come. It all kind of feels never ending though. And it's been, as Hannah said earlier, it's been a very long and tiring few years. It's like things just keep happening and then you hear about another strain and it can be exhausting keeping up. And many of us have found ourselves stuck in patterns of working, thinking, and stressing that we weren't operating in before the whole COVID thing came along. And now many of us feel strangely stuck, unable to move forward, unable to think clearly, unable to progress. And what we actually need is a refresh. You know what I mean? Every now and then you'll find that your computer or your phone or your tablet is going really slow. It's laggy. It's unresponsive. It's just plain rude. That's what you get for having an Android. But for everyone else, we have. <laughs> the thing gets overwhelmed and what it needs is its slate wiped clean. And so we perform a simple refresh by the click of a button or the reset of the device. And all of a sudden, it's like everything comes into alignment. Things are clearer, faster, more energized and productive. See, refresh means to return to a state of being fresh. And God designed and created us to live from a place of fresh, not a place of stale or stuck. But we can find ourselves stuck, can't we? You may find yourself stuck today, maybe stuck in fear, disappointment, anger, or uncertainty. And just like the people of Israel did coming out of Egypt, they found themselves wandering in a hideous, hot desert wasteland with no water. Let's have a look at that story in Exodus 15. We pick it up in verse, 20, verse 22. It says, Then Moses led Israel from the Red Sea, and they went into the desert of Shur. For three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. Just five verses later, it says, Then they came to Elam, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they camped near there the water. You know, Elam churches are named after this oasis in the desert. It was a place of refreshing for the people of Israel as they came up out of Egypt and they found themselves wandering, stuck in a dry desert place in between their past and what was gonna happen in their future. And there's a few key things I just want us to unpack a little bit this morning from that verse. And let's have a look at it. Firstly, it says, then they came to Elam. You see, then is the turning point. Then is the tipping point between what happened in their past and what's gonna happen in their future. It's like, then they came to Elam. Then things turn around. Then they got their strength back. Then they found their feet again. Then their confidence returned. Then they were refreshed and ready to go on. And we're believing that this next season of gathering together is going to be your then moment. Maybe you felt isolated and alone. Then you were reconnected and welcome. Maybe you felt anxious and uncertain. Then the peace of God filled your heart. Maybe you felt exhausted and tired. I know I have. But then you were energized with vision for your future. 
then is the divide. And I'm declaring over your life this morning as we're gathered here in the name of Jesus that the old is gone and the new has come. Then they came to Elam. And it's important that we note that. See, the word Elam or Ael in Hebrew is often translated to trees or palms. But according to Strong's Concordance, it more accurately translates to strength and therefore has several different interpretations. Two of the main ones being tree and ram. Tree is something of great strength and ram is a strong leader of a flock. And so a tree's strength enables shade, fruit and shelter, and a ram's strength enables protection and multiplication. So Elam was a place of strength that provided shade, food, shelter, protection, multiplication. It refreshes because it is a place of strength. And in a dry desert land, or perhaps a dry and deserted feeling life, Elam is a place of refreshing. And while we continue to build what God has called us to build and go after what we're doing with passion and with vision, this next season is also one, I want to let you know that it can just be a time where you can just sit and be. Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. Elam will always be a place where we stay active, but we don't strive. There's no striving in the grace of God. In this season, you're going to get your strength back. You're going to find your feet again and feel refreshed as the Holy Spirit renews you from the inside out. Elam is a place of refreshing where God will refresh your soul. So then they came to Elam and the final part there says, and they camped there near the water. Now Kiwis are a nation of campers. Like Kiwis love to go camping, but admittedly, Darcy and I are much more glampers than we are campers. Anyone with me? Yo, quite a lot. I like that. Um, Yeah, I just don't really get it. But like glamping is quite nice. I remember right like days before the very first lockdown in 2020, Darcy and I went and spent a few days in this nice glamping spot just out of Tauranga to celebrate our anniversary. It was set privately in the bush. It was on an elevated site. It was beautiful. There was a campfire and cooking facilities, but it had this large permanent tent with a full-size bed and electricity. I thought, this is the sort of camping I can get behind. It felt so nice just to disconnect and to be fully present with each other exactly where we were. But for most Kiwis, it's the raw nature of camping that feels like a getaway. And if there's one time that most Kiwis go camping, it's summer, right? The weather is good. You've got a favorite spot by the lake or by the beach. Camping is a holiday time. It's where we stop and get away from all the stress and the hustle and the bustle and the grind by sleeping on hard lumpy ground in a hot plastic sheet. But we do that and we get refreshed. Israel camped there at Elam and they were refreshed. Here's what we need to remember. Elam is a place of refreshing. And now the thing with camping is camping out means you're not rushed. You're willing to stay a while, to slow down a bit and engage with your surroundings. And one of the ways that you can camp here in this next season is to pre-decide to hang out for a coffee and a conversation outside of our service time. For you guys that are here in our 9 a.m., maybe you missed the memo, like that's all good. But rather than hanging out afterwards, we can't have that. We need to move you on. But from 8.30 till 9 before the service, our cafe is going to be open. We've got free barista coffees today and, and next week as well. So come along and come early. Connect. Be prepared to stay a while, to not rush off and engage with your surroundings. And in the process, be refreshed. If you find yourself coming to the 11 a.m., then you can stick around after the service in the same way. 
So Israel made their way to Elam. They've just come through the Red Sea. That's when it was parted and they crossed through on dry land. They make their way to Elam, this place of refreshing, place of palm trees and springs. And when they get there, they find three things. They find shade, water, and food. And shade, water, and food are great pictures for us today. We're going to have a look at those three. The first one is shade. And this speaks of leadership that you can rest under. You know, I grew up in a home that was very against church and God. They they still mock it to this day. I lived with my mom and I only saw my dad on rare occasions. And so there was very little for me in my household, at least, in the way of good example and leadership. And when I came to Elam for the first time, I was blown away at the amount of older guys that took a genuine interest in my life. Steve Green, our senior pastor, was the youth pastor there at the time. So I was quickly whipped into the whirlwind of youth ministry. There were pastors and older leaders that were humble, passionate, genuinely wanted to see those around them grow. They weren't perfect, but I quickly learned that these were people I could trust. I was discipled weekly in a junior leadership program. When I had questions about God and faith, I could go to them. When I needed help developing my gifts, they were there to coach me. When I began to lead others myself, those leaders of mine were there to assist and help me work through challenging leadership challenges. It was consistent, genuine input in my life that slowly allowed the lights to come on, to help me see clearly the call of God in my life, the gifts that I have, and and the difference that I could make in the lives of others. Now, I haven't always had the answers. Do now. No, I don't. (laughs) Even less so now. I haven't always known what my next step was going to be, but it's been so refreshing to serve under leaders that I know that I could trust. It has given me security, peace, and it's given me space to become me. What an honor to have served under their leadership. And our hope for you too is that when you come to a place called Elam, you too can find shade under the leadership that we offer. So the Israelites came, they found shade. And then the other thing that they found was water. And water speaks of the Holy Spirit that quenches your soul. Elam is a place of the Spirit. We believe in the presence of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and the gifts of the Spirit. I remember so clearly one day standing at one of our encounter camp youth meetings as a 20-year-old leader, watching the Holy Spirit do amazing things in young people's lives. There were tears of joy and breakthrough. There were young people falling over under the peaceful presence of God. And it just felt like an amazing atmosphere of the miraculous. And as I stood there overwhelmed by the presence of God, I just felt like I lacked nothing. I didn't care what my friends back home were gonna think of this. I didn't care that my life was gonna look drastically different. I just didn't care because I felt home. I felt fulfilled. I felt complete. The Spirit of God had made me whole. I lacked nothing and my soul was at rest. And these are the environments here that we believe for. They're the environments that we work hard to create and the ones that we rely on God to breathe life into. And it's in these environments and moments that God will renew you, refresh you, and reset you. So the Israelites, they found shade. They found water. And the third and final thing that they found was food. And this speaks of the Word of God that feeds your mind and your heart. You know, I've been passionate about the Word of God ever since I got my hands on my very first Bible, an illustrated teen Bible with space for drawing and doodling. I was 20. (laughs) And no, I did not doodle. I remember sitting at an Elam Leadership College lecture one day in 2011, and I drifted off into a daydream. 
I was thinking about what it was that God was going to use my life for when He spoke to me so clearly. And He led me to Colossians 4 verse 4. And in this verse, you've got Paul saying, pray for us. He says, I'm praying, I need you to pray for me. Pray that I would proclaim this message as clearly as I should. And in that moment, God spoke to me so clearly. He says, I'm going to use you to preach the Word, but you have to become a devoted student of the Word. I heard it so clearly and it was confirmation once again that the Word is a light to our path and a lamp to our feet. It shows us the way. It sustains and refreshes. It illuminates the truth and it encourages our soul. I remember another time I was sitting in a service at our botany campus several years ago, many years ago. I was much younger in my faith and admittedly far more immature. And I sat there and we had some guest preacher guy. And he was there and he was preaching. And in all honesty, I was sitting there thinking, this is rubbish. Like I was like, this is a terrible sermon. This is going to have no impact on anybody's life. And I sat there with my little attitude and the immaturity of my faith. And this preacher got to the end of his sermon and he did a salvation altar call. And I kid you not, about half of the room of 250 people put their hand up and said yes to Jesus. And I sat there thinking, really? To a message like that? And God spoke to me so clearly again. He said, I can do whatever I want with my word, whoever I want. It rocked me. It refreshed me. It refreshed my perspective, just like an old computer that wasn't functioning right. It was a reminder that God changes the human heart and not the preacher. God's word is powerful. In fact, Isaiah 55, 11 says, it is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. The word is powerful. We believe in the word. We stand on the word. It is our foundation. And I love in uh, Matthew 4, 4, Jesus is quoting Deuteronomy 8 when he says it, but he says, man does not feed on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so the word, it sustains us. It refreshes us. It's sharp. It's accurate. It's living and it's true. Whoever's on keys, you can join me now. That'd be awesome. As we begin a new season of gathering together again, may we understand the significance of the place that God would have us gather. Now, don't hear me wrong this morning. This building and these facilities will not refresh you. We do hope that they help you to feel comfortable and at home, but it's what the God of the house will do in your life if you'll let Him. He promises refreshing to those who would turn to Him just like He did in Acts chapter three. That same promise is for us today. He says, now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped away. Then, then is the turning point. Then is the tipping point. Then is the divide. Repent of your sins, turn to God so that your sins might may be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord and He will again send you Jesus, your appointed Messiah. That's the same Jesus that invites you in in the moments that you need it most. In fact, Jesus said this in Matthew 11. He says, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light. He invites us all into intimacy and closeness with Him today. A place where you don't need to strive, you don't need to perform, you're not expected to measure up and you can simply be still and know that He is God. Why don't we all close our eyes? I'd love to pray over you this morning. Lord, we turn to you. Not just in mind, but with our heart and our spirit, we truly turn to you this morning. 
We declare that you are our new strength, our shade and protection, our life quenching water, our soul feeding word. Fill us again now, Holy Spirit. May there be a freshness to the season ahead. May we have vision for our life and passion for what it is you've called us to. And wherever it is, you'd have us place our hand in this season. It may be familiar, it may look different, but God, I pray you go before each person. You come behind them and you walk beside them and remind them that you are in fact close. Holy Spirit, would you refresh us again today?